Hey y'all, it's Nathan Resnick from Sourceify, and today we've got another epic guest on e-commerce on tap. This is a show about the entrepreneurs, creators, and agencies that make up the e-commerce world and the stories behind how they grew. Crack your brew because here comes another amazing episode. Hi, this is Nathan Resnick. Welcome to another episode of e-commerce on tap brought to you by Sourceify. Today we have a very innovative guest, Tommaso from EasyShip. EasyShip is the fastest growing way to you know, handle, handle your logistics around the world. They give you full transparency into how much it costs to ship products. And you know, really, Tommaso, thank you so much for joining us today on e-commerce on tap. I would love to you know, really just get started and hear about your background. You know, how did you get started in the e-commerce world? How did you grow you know, one of the fastest growing uh, logistics and shipping tools in the world? And you know, really, let's, let's start. You know, maybe five, 10 years ago, what were you doing? Were you working on EasyShip or you know, how did you get started? Hi, Ethan. Uh, it's great to be here. Thanks a lot to you and Sourcefy to, to inviting us. Um, we're a big, big fan of the product. Congrats. Um, so starting, starting like for what I was doing before EasyShip, I, once I graduated, I moved to London to do some investment banking uh, for a very short time. Then I realized that it was not the right thing for me. Um, I was doing derivatives uh, in, in this bank called Homeworld, in London. Um, so I wanted to get my hands a little bit more uh, into practical things. So I decided to, to leave uh, the bank and go to um, an e-commerce company in Malaysia and Singapore called uh, Lazada. So Lazada is the main e-commerce platform in Southeast Asia. It's kind of like a similar business model to Amazon, if you want. Um, so I work in, I worked there for, for a year in Malaysia, um, uh, building the marketplace team. So our job was to go into, uh, retailers in the region and convince them to set up our platform. Um, after a year, uh, I got moved to Hong Kong, uh, to take over the regional marketplace. So a very similar scope, uh, but, but different kind of, uh, merchants that we were dealing with. So, uh, in Malaysia and Singapore, we were dealing with. Um, more like traditional retailers that were going from offline to online. So as you can imagine, the, the old story was about showing them why e-commerce was the future and why it was important to them, for them to, to jump uh, on board. Um, while we were in, uh, in, in, in Hong Kong, um, it was a completely different story because we were dealing with merchants that have been doing uh, cross-border e-commerce on Amazon eBay for the past 15 years. So they know really well uh, how does international, how the, the global commerce work? Right. Um, and we we were basically telling them, hey, you sell on uh, Amazon eBay, why don't you just sell on, on Lazada? You know, we can we can grow your revenues. And uh, uh, we basically, basically, the second year of Lazada, we started from zero. And by the end of the, the first year, we were doing, I think the first year, we did $50 million in revenue. So it's been wow. an impressive growth. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's when, when I, together with my co-founders, uh, Agustin and, and Paul, uh, we realized the need for a tool like EasyShip, mm-hmm. um, because uh, basically when we work in Lazada, we, um, when we were trying to convince merchants to sell on, on, on Lazada, they were asking us, okay, that's great, we can start tomorrow, but how do I manage shipping? Border shipping, because it was shipping from um, really like other countries, and we didn't have any solution. So at the beginning, we were looking for a tool like Edition that we could partner up with and uh, um, make use from our merchants, uh, but we couldn't find anyone 
that was uh, that was good. And so we started building our first uh, uh, Excel macro list of couriers and prices and tax and duty. But of course, it was something very specific for uh, for Lazada merchants for the region. Uh, but but then of course what we realized is that it would have been amazing if there would have been a product like an API, like a proper tool API, um, easy to use that every merchant can use, and not just merchants in uh, of Lazada. So that's um, so what basically we decided to uh, resign. This was four years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, um, we started Easy Ship here in Hong Kong um, because we already have access to a lot of uh, uh, merchants, and Hong uh, Kong is the best place in the world where you you can imagine to do cross border i'm sure you i mean i'm sure you are you, you really you well know that mm-hmm. um, so yeah we started four years ago uh now easy ship um has around 40 people uh, we um have, all, have our main office in new york uh Hong Kong, you know, office in singapore uh, australia and um, we're launching canada this month uh, and then with the UK or next year. Wow. I've got to ask, you know, one of the questions that comes to mind that I know a lot of people always have top of mind is, you know, how did you meet your co-founders? How did you guys sync up? So we were colleagues. Uh, we're working together um, in, in Lazada. So we've been working together for uh, like more than two years. Mm. And we've been for a lot. Um, in general, um, I, I was taking care of the commercial side. And uh, my founder is taking of the traditional logistics and technology side. So it was, uh, I've been very fortunate uh, because you know, there were people that I already knew what it means to work with. We've been through very high pressure um, environments where basically we had to grow 20 to 30% month for month from more Lazada, even when we were in a big company, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah. the company has been bought by Alibaba for around $9 billion. So, mm-hmm. So it's, it's been like a very good school for us. And then we wanted to replicate the same success uh, on the shipping side. Got it, got it, that's incredible. And so walk me through the early days of, of EasyShip. You know, you're starting to get different, you know, e-commerce companies on board, your guys' tool to have more, you know, transparency and visibility into their shipments. And you're starting to, you know, probably try to negotiate rates with couriers as well to say, you know, hey, we want to make sure that there is transparency in regards to you know, how much a e-commerce company should be paying to ship their product uh, anywhere in the world and you know, giving them uh, 100 plus shipping options when you know, shipping goods all over the world. You know, walk me through the early days. I mean, how did you guys get started? Was it you know, more so getting companies on board to ship products or was it getting the couriers? You know, it seems like it's kind of a, a bit of a marketplace almost where you have to get you know, two sides of uh, the table involved. Yeah, exactly. So as you can imagine, it's like a chicken and egg game. So you need the supply and the demand. Um, so at the, at the beginning, we were kind of we were really working on two sides. So um, one of the team was working on getting more quarters on board, and uh, and then and the other half of the team was working to to get clients. Because of course, if you get quarters on board, but you cannot give them volume, then you know, it doesn't really, it doesn't become attractive to them. Uh, but of course, the beginning is really tough because, you know, logistics is a very, um, is, is a risk, is a risk zero uh, kind of business. So the idea is nobody will, will use your product until they are 100% sure 
that is that is right. Uh, this is not true for other kind of products. For example, if you do consumer business, mm -hmm. you can just give them voucher and these kind of things, and people will just try to use your product. Because worst case, you know, they, they, there is very little damage involved. You know, if you order uh, uh, food from a from a from a startup, in worst case, we get there late. It's not the end of the world. But when you work with businesses and work with logistics and you're shipping like expensive products, um, everything has to be great. And in order to build great things, it takes time. So even if you even if you go really fast, the first two years is really hard because mm -hmm. you always need something, right? So either you don't have the right courier or you don't have the right price or you don't have the interface not, is not clear or mm -hmm. you don't provide analytics or you don't provide integration with marketplaces. So the beginning it's extremely hard mm -hmm. and you get rejected so many times. Um, but I think in general, like every, every merchant teaches you something or they give you a direction about what you need to have in order to get them as a client. Right. And in general, like, I think you, you need to, to um, uh, offset your lack of feature with your, with your personal relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of like, you know, getting their back. So we were telling them, uh, you know, we know we are, we're just new, like four years ago, we, we didn't have these, these features, but, you know, I, I, I'll do it for you. You know, like I, I, I can update your catalog uh, daily. So you need to do a scalable things, but it's mm -hmm. at the beginning. Right. That makes sense. In terms of, uh, you know, with, with shipping and logistics, you know, diving deeper into that industry, I feel like that there's very little visibility and transparency most of the times with these shipping couriers. You know, if you're shipping uh, a thousand units from California to Texas and I'm shipping a thousand units from California to Texas and they're exact same units, you know, you might have a different shipping rate than I do. And that could just be because of our negotiations with that shipping courier. And, and I'm kind of wondering, you know, is that what you guys see on the international scale as well? And then also, you know, how do you, Make sure, is there a way to make sure that you're getting the best uh, shipping rate? Yeah, so um, it's, it's a really good point. I think that in general, like to get the, 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 the best rates, of course, one, one lever is to, to try to negotiate as hard as you can with quarters, but this would only get you that far. Uh, I, think that, I think that the real lever to get great rates is to have assortment of couriers. It's like when you buy um, an airplane ticket, right? Uh, I mean, you can be a, um, a frequent flyer of uh, um, a certain airways company, but the real power for the customer, you have it when you use the platform like Skyscanner and so on, that give you access to uh, hundreds of different airways, so you can always find the, the best. Um, and, you know, logistics is, uh, is a very fragmented industry. So every, there are more than 500 quarters in the world, and uh, each one of those are very uh, focused on certain lanes and certain kind of products. So um, sometimes it's, even, we, even when we compare the names of quarters and postal solution, right? Like for example, FedEx and UPS, mm -hmm. um, we see that to some destination UPS is like 30% cheaper and to others FedEx is 30% cheaper. So, uh, to save money, you need to be able to use as many quarters as possible. But then, of course, from a, from a company standpoint, it's really hard to have accounts with more than three quarters, let's say, right? Because there are paperwork, you need to have a financial, like a financial accounting team that double check every single invoice. Mm -hmm. You need to map all the extra costs and extra fees they have. So it brings a lot of complexity. 
and, right. um, and, and and I think that that's what the value of easyship is like you, you can sign up for free and have access to more than now we have more than 200 um, different shipping solutions from yeah. anywhere in the world so the idea is you don't need to open accounts with any courier you can use our agreements mm -hmm. and still if you want to use your accounts that's, that's totally fine you can link your your, your your you can bring your account and use um, uh, and use these in our in our platform basically um, so yeah, I mean, you know, we got some like very regional and very specific couriers that maybe <laughs> maybe you want to be maybe like a lot of people don't even hear about, but these uh, actually have amazing deals mm -hmm. and it can make you save, you know, um, up to twenty thousand dollars a month just in shipping. Right. And are are all these couriers, you know, let's say I'm on Easy Ship and I see. A, a courier comparison that you know one of the couriers just has an extremely good rate i mean can i trust that courier or should i be a little nervous that their rate is you know a lot lower than maybe a dhl or fedex i mean i feel like that's one thing that comes into question with a lot of you know shipping companies is you know can i trust this company to you know handle my products in an effective manner to get my units you know shipped to the end customer yeah, so we, we, we give reviews and we and, and, and uh, ratings to all the couriers that uh, are available on our platform. So more specifically, we rate their tracking service because right. some couriers, uh, you know, we provide update every two hours. Other we provide update every two days. So right. we give visibility to this. Uh, we share reviews from our other users so we can you can see their experiences. Um, and then we... Um, we give visibility on 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 their um, on the other service they provide and the delivery time that they take to deliver your package. So yeah. all in all, you can have a full visibility, and then you can you can choose the one that uh, most suits you. There are clients yeah. that maybe they say, you know, UPS will deliver in two days, uh, another quarter will deliver in four days or three days, but make you save seventy percent. You know, why not, right? Maybe maybe I have to save uh, that amount of money uh, just to wait one or two days more. Uh, but again, we, we, we leave the choice completely to our, to our uh, clients. Uh, yeah. Our job is to provide them the visibility so that they can make uh, decisions. Got it. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, let's say I'm an e-commerce company. I'm scaling up. I'm doing, you know, uh, let's say $100,000 in sales a year. What's, you know, the best way that I can use EasyShip to improve my shipping and logistics it, it seems like i can you know let's say i'm running on shopify or big commerce and, and i know you can connect to uh, a lot of different storefronts across you know multiple e-commerce platforms but you know walk me through how i can really utilize easy ship to you know improve my my shipping and, and uh, logistics yeah so we integrate with uh, uh, most of the main e-commerce platform um i mean the market um, you mentioned e-commerce, Shopify, they're a great uh, solution. Um, so I think that they, like, basically the first uh, uh, thing they can do is they can create an account on EasyShip, as I mentioned before, it's, it's completely free and give you access to all the couriers. Second, you can sync your store. Uh, further, you can decide to show dynamic, dynamic shipping rates and taxes at checkout to your store. So mm -hmm. the idea is, um, you won't have to worry anymore about quoting a shipping cost for a customer and then receive a bill from the courier that basically bill for you for another cost and make you lose money. So 
in just one click, you can show all of this dynamic uh, at your checkout. Um, and you know, you can start opening your, your store to the world because uh, I think a lot of businesses uh, don't sell internationally and this is a, a, a huge uh, opportunity. Um, I was basically looking at some data a um, couple of months ago. It, it, like I, I was reading that like only 18% uh, of the e-commerce transactions happen in the States. Mm. Um, so basically, if you don't sell internationally, you're missing out on 80% of the market. Um, but then at the same time, only 21 to 22% of the uh, companies in the States uh, actively sell internationally. So, you know, it's a big market, but very few companies seem... Got it. Day with our with our plugin, you can you can show all taxes uh, at checkout, so your customers can have visibility about that, and you can decide if they want to if they have to prepay taxes or not, and basically remove the obstacle of, of shipping worldwide. And yeah. then when a customer places an order, you can just go to EasyShip, and EasyShip will automatically generate all the documents that you need uh, for this order. Um, so for um, for domestic, of course, we generate uh, shipping labels, we can generate packing slip, invoice if needed. But then also for international, we take care of it all. Uh, we generate commercial invoice, export declaration. Um, we prefer the MSDS if it's needed. So basically, you know, without knowing anything about taxes worldwide, you can actively sell anywhere in the world as easy as you would do domestically. Got it. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, this is an incredible solution here. And one of the things I just noticed too was, you know, you enable companies to have basically fulfillment options as well through EasyShip. So you partner with warehouses in uh, all over the world. I mean, it seems like it's in Australia, Hong Kong, uh, two or three locations in America, the Netherlands and, and, and Singapore as well. So you can really vertically integrate your fulfillment with uh, EasyShip then. Yeah, correct. So we, we don't do fulfillment uh, directly because I think that fulfillment is a very complex business and you need to leave it to professionals that only do that. Mm -hmm. uh, for us, we are technologists, so we only work on it. Fifty warehouses for one. Um, so the idea is you can you can get access to this network of, of fulfillment and uh, be able to place your stock to your customer and save money on shipping and save delivery time. Got it. That's amazing. And and so you know one of the things I I kind of want to transition into here is you know a lot of companies ship via e packets if they're drop shipping products out of China and you know you probably saw the recent news with the current, you know, uh, government administration here in America saying that they might, you know, cut out the deal that the United States Postal Service has with China Postal Service to make these e-packet shipments, you know, just so affordable like they are right now. How do you think that's going to affect the e-commerce world? You know, what are your thoughts right now, especially with the current political climate affecting, you know, the China trade tariffs and really, you know, affecting uh, e-commerce entrepreneurs around the world? Um, so, yeah, I think for, um, um, we'll probably, I think we'll, the next couple of months will be critical to see what is going to happen. So I think that in general, like when, uh, when you start talking to the UPU, uh, that is a union postal um, organization, basically it, it takes years to get things uh, uh, actually happening, right? I mean, it's very long and 
these agreements have been around for like more than 100 years. Mm -hmm. I, I don't expect like an immediate change um, regarding to the shipping costs. Um, then uh, the second part is about taxation. So that's been applied in the state. Um, I was reading about cases of uh, there has been some, uh, I think like, attempts to, to, to like bypass this by making products transit through other countries. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, you know, if you want better in China, there are a couple of companies that have uh, illicitly, illegally like move these goods somewhere else, like in Malaysia or, or Australia and some things, and then making ship from there to avoid tariffs. But I think eventually this is not a very stable solution and people will be caught. Um, but, but I think in general there are other other solution probably one would be to do uh, domestic fulfillment so mm -hmm. in the states and of course uh, uh, this will uh, um, mean paying higher tariffs and the customer will pay more uh, or uh, making things transit through other uh, places in Asia like uh, um, like Hong Kong for example uh, that is basically a, a, a nature bounded warehouse where there are no VAT no taxes mm -hmm. right in general, most of the products are shipped from here uh, already. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think in general, in the next uh, uh, two to three years, what we're going to see is, in general, like for bigger companies, probably having relying more on domestic fulfillment in the States um, and then uh, using an international hub, like for example, Hong Kong, um, where they can enjoy like a, a, a favorable tax regime. And, and very few So we offer both solutions in general. So uh, we see we, we are seeing all kind of things like clients that prefer to stay in the States, clients that prefer to ship from Hong Kong. Um, it really depends in general, I think, on uh, on um, your market uh, your market outlook. How do you think you're gonna go international and what you sell? Yep, yep, that, that's great. That's a, that's a great answer. Uh, in terms of, you know, where you see the e-commerce world growing, you know, what sectors are you most excited by? You know, obviously you're focused on the fulfillment and shipping side of the business, but in terms of, you know, in general, do you see the e-commerce world growing more internationally? You know, I know that at Sourceify, we see a lot of uh, companies now trying to sell products into China or, you know, other Asian countries to really, you know, try to diversify their sales channels outside of America and, and you know especially in Europe too that's really been an active market for some of the biggest e-commerce brands that originated in America and I'm curious from you know, where you sit well, what kind of trends are you seeing in the e-commerce world that you're most excited by yeah I, I totally agree I mean I, I think that the, the future will be about uh, diversifying channels uh, and selling to other countries um, so, I mean, we just passed 11-11, right, in, in China, and the Alibaba scored like $30 billion, and then JD scored another like 150 billion RMB. Um, so it's, it, it's clear how now the, the focus of consumers is growing uh, really fast outside of the States. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that the future belongs to these companies that, regardless of their size, um, start opening their eyes to this. So I think in general, like most of the clients that we that we uh, that we meet in the early stage, they were spending so much time trying to optimize their whatever, like uh, website checkout to get that additional zero point four percent conversion rate, right. and then crazy things to use uh, hundred tools to do that. 
while I think they're missing out on bigger opportunities that is just like start selling worldwide, right? right. What do you want to spend the six months doing a um, uh, basically user behavior responsive website that is super complex? Mm-hmm. Well, while your client, your visitors are already coming from outside of the States and you're not allowing them to buy. Right. Um, or why you're not doing uh, um, ads on uh, uh, Southeast Asia. So, you know, when you start, for example, looking at Facebook, um, the cost per click in fashion uh, and in Southeast Asia is around like six to eight times cheaper than in the States. Right. Right. And most of these, they, in most of these countries, they're like, in, you know, they, 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 they speak good English and they, they would, be good, would be okay to like see ads in English. So that you don't even need to translate anything. Right. So, uh, I think there are a lot of opportunities out there and, uh, you know, they're just there for the first one to go and, and get it. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That's amazing. Well, Tomoso, thank you so much for coming on e-commerce on tap. You know, if people want to learn more about you or easy ship, how, how can they find you? Um, so they can visit our website, uh, easyship.com, uh, or they can contact us at, uh, uh hello at easyship.com. Amazing. That's fantastic. Well, there you have it all. That's another episode of e-commerce on tap brought to you by Sourceify. Really appreciate you tuning in and go check out EasyShip. I mean, if you're looking to improve your logistics or shipping costs, EasyShip is a great solution. And, you know, thank you again for your time and really excited for the next episode. And there you have it. Thanks again for tuning in to e-commerce on tap. If you could like, subscribe, tell a friend, Really spread the word about the information we're getting out there. That would be much appreciated. Also, if you have any manufacturing questions or need help with your manufacturing, feel free to reach out to Sourceify for the fastest growing manufacturing platform, helping hundreds of companies produce products around the world. Thanks again and have a great one.